0: My name is Ricky and welcome to my podcast. Oh, I'm here with my co host, who is?
1: Th- that's not how it's meant to go, right? it's
0: Just introduce yourself. No, no. Please. Sh- sh- sh.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Mixed Messages podcast. My name is Cindy and I'm here with my co host, Ricky. Right. So, in this episode of the podcast, uh, we'll be introducing ourselves. Um, explaining what the podcast is about, how it came up with the idea, how I came up with the idea, and letting you guys know how to get involved.
0: How I came up with the idea, and by never the Never
1: mind me, never
0: it's always fucking mind, and everything.
1: never fucking mind me, I brought this idea to the table and you were just like, oh, I'll, I'll do it. Well,
0: I made it happen. How? Oh, come on, let's be honest. Never, mi- never mind, never mind, alright, alright. you give me some credit.
1: All right, anyways, so I'm Cindy, I am 27, I was born in Malawi and I moved over to the UK when I was 14.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm Ricky, as I've introduced on like three previous occasions now. Uh, I was born and raised in the north of England and I'm of Pakistani descent.
1: What previous three occasions?
0: Oh, you know, in the intro, uh, everyone knows I'm Ricky now. Hi guys, it's my podcast. Jesus.
1: Okay, so we were backpacking and then you start telling me about this uh, ag- agony aunt and how people used to write into this local paper with their scenarios, and this Agony aunt would give um, advice. And you said they were really funny scenarios. So we started reading them, right?
0: Yeah, basically, it's an Asian agony aunt, and like people having difficulties with sort of like love relationships or marriages, uh, mostly marriages, they just write into this agony aunt and just tell them about the situations that they're having and just look for some advice. And honestly, like some of the scenarios are just mad,
1: but then like there's this element of Asian culture which unless you were Asian you you wouldn't know about or or understand so basically we'd be reading these articles and and then I just I just started asking you like loads of questions about it all and yeah and then it like it was it was the basis of many a discussion and just like loads
0: of I don't know yeah yeah exactly like when i say asian i mean like south asian so indian pakistani bangladeshi and like all of our cultures are pretty much similar but for me growing up in that kind of environment it's always been you know it's basically it's natural for me to know how things work in that culture and to sort of predict what's going to happen next whereas for someone who's not from that kind of culture it's mind-blowing as was revealed when i talked to cindy about these things
1: Yeah, so I've just been learning a lot about Asian culture and I found it really interesting and I don't, I just don't think there's any harm in, I actually think it's really good to learn about other people's cultures, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, it explains why a lot of things go on, um, for example, like a lot of my friends got married when they were like in their early 20s and you just think what the fuck, but like when you explain stuff to me it just makes sense
0: yep it's the way of the world or shall i say the south asian world
1: so this podcast is about answering your dilemmas about sex relationships friendships family and money regardless of your sex or background you'll get a female's perspective a male's perspective an african's perspective a pakistani's perspective an atheist perspective a muslim's perspective just all different perspectives that's basically what we were doing we'd read these scenarios and would give what well, we thought the right answer was it was to it
0: i swear the amount of times you've just said sex there's going to be like bare aunties just like having <laughs> heart attacks right now you need to calm it with the s word you know? i'm
1: sure i said sex once
0: mm, you said it twice sex, sex, sex. you refer to gender as sex as well Or oh, it's right. gender now okay then you know you've got to be what did they say politically correct
1: okay should we get into some scenarios we've got a few here
0: all right, let's read them off then. See which right. one appeals to us the most. Um, okay. He said I had a hairy forehead. He complained his brother didn't pay him back for a chicken and chips. Mother-in-law gets angry when my husband changes nappies. I am convinced my wife scratched my car. Right. He started watching football on our date.
1: Uh, the chicken and chips one.
0: Chicken and chips, all right. Slow it up. All right, he complained his brother didn't pay him back for a chicken and chips. My fiancé is nice enough, but he has a really bad habit of paying with coins. It's really embarrassing when we're out and he pulls out this plastic coin bag full of 5p and 10p coins. He never leaves a tip. It's so awkward when he's counting the coins out to pay the exact amount. He's so tight with money. He was complaining that his brother hasn't paid him back £3.50 for chicken and chips. When we went to the cinema, he brought a rucksack with him and made me pick snacks from Tesco so I wouldn't buy anything from the cinema. Mm Then he didn't even take me out for dinner afterwards, saying the snacks should have filled me. I don't know if I can live with this kind of man. Please advise.
1: Okay. Um, so basically, the guy's tight, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's pretty standard, mate.
1: Back in the day, I would have said, oh, like...
0: I don't know. We don't know how old these guys are, do we? I mean, they sound old what, school. What, if the you... guy's carrying around a, like, a bag of coins, man, he's old school.
1: Did she say fiancé?
0: Yeah. Mm, but yeah, he'll probably be. They'll probably be young. But yeah, I don't know what this guy's doing with a bag of coins. <laughs> it's I, not the nineties.
1: Does he own a corner
0: shop? I don't know. Probably.
1: But the bag of coins because men don't really yeah do coins go in your wallet?
0: Nah, do the fuck. I get rid of my coins.
1: Yeah, but most coins... Yeah, most wallets. Like I, I don't think whatever. most most right most wallets don't have enough space to. To accommodate the amount of coins this guy has. Who the, the fuck, has. come
0: on, let's be honest. Who the right. fuck walks around with a plastic bag full of 5p and 10p coins? My guy here. Some who in their right fucking mind does that? Come on.
1: My guy here.
0: Nah, some tight he's fuck, a that's what.
1: He's, a he's a what we
0: call a Kamina. What
1: does that mean?
0: Um, so basically, he's, oh, it's so difficult to explain. So a Kamina is like, ah, uh, scoundrel. Oh,
1: right. How's he how is it a scoundrel? He's,
0: oh, can That's tight, stingy.
1: Wait, wasn't the title chicken and chips?
0: Yeah, because he's crying about his brother not paying him £3.50 oh. back for a chicken and chips. Like, okay. like, that shit's wrong, man. Like, if you're buying someone's food, yeah, Never you don't mind, need to fucking right? request Never money mind. back. Never
1: mind, right? so back in the day, I would have said that this guy's tight and, like, you don't want to be with someone who is stingy with their money, blah-de-blah-de-blah. Blah, blah, blah. But, listen, listen, this guy s- s- sounds like he knows about money, right? And he knows how to spend it well. So I'm not even hating because he like he sounds like a saver. He sounds like he's financially uh, intelligent, <laughs> and yeah, he he just sounds like you know these videos that we've been watching about um, saving money and all this. He just sounds like one of them. So.
0: Nah mean this is is, is a different extreme and I don't know if this guy knows about financial habits or not I mean, there's not enough information there but I can tell you one thing if he's got mates, if he's got boys his boys would absolutely fucking tear him apart if they knew what he'd done and if they found out that he was fucking asking for £3.50 back for a chicken and chips fucking hell, he wouldn't have any mates anymore
1: Mm. Alright, so what's he meant to do?
0: Dump his fucking ass
1: Why, because he's tight? Yeah
0: She doesn't like it. Yeah. She's not married to him yet, is she? Yeah,
1: I'm not being funny. If he's like this now... Fucking hell, he'll get worse. I think it's it's impractical to expect someone to change, like, after you get married. He'll probably just be the same, if not worse. Yeah, I mean, like, if
0: she wants to buy shit or she wants to do something, this guy's going to always be there. Like, no, it's too much or, oh, no, I haven't got enough money or whatever. So, like, if she can't deal with it now and it's already grinding on her now, she can't expect that to stop when they get married.
1: But at the same time, right... I don't think there's... Like, with the cinema thing, I honestly don't think it's that bad because cinema snacks are really expensive. Like, every time I go to yeah, cinema, I, yeah, I take... Like, I used to... Well, no, I don't really go that... But, like, when I was oh, young... On, man. No, 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 wait. You know when you no, go no, 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 to wait. view, yeah,
0: you've got yeah. to get a nacho and cheese, yeah? And I know you everyone know, out there is going to be like, oh, the cheese is haram or whatever, man. But trust me, that cheese is nice.
1: But, like... No, when I was young, I used to go to, I used to go to Tesco or whatever and just buy all the snacks and then take it and It is extortionate. So I don't think it's that bad. So, yeah, I just think, <laughs> I don't know, what would a normal person advise to this? Just speak to him or something.
0: Yeah, obviously, but just have a chat with him. her to You're fucking tight, sod. Why are you bringing out fucking plastic coins and embarrassing me? Fucking bring out wads, mate. What are you doing? And stop asking, stop fucking but complaining to me about your brother owing you three pound fifty. Go tell your fucking brother about that.
1: So, do you reckon this is an arranged marriage then?
0: I don't know, man. I, I, there's not enough information to guess. So Why? Know. How is she? It probably it, is. Yeah, she probably would have known. Yeah, if yeah. if
1: she had known that he was like this, that then you wouldn't even go out with him or get engaged. So it 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 appears this man has been sprung upon her. Yeah. And then yeah. she just has to deal with it.
0: Fair enough. Anyway, what's your advice then?
1: My advice. Yeah,
0: what would your advice be to this person?
1: I'd say leave because clearly she wants some baller who's got bare cash monies to just be splashing everywhere.
0: Yeah, she's a gold digger, in it? You reckon? Yeah. She wants wads in it. She don't want coins. She don't want these little pennies and you know five p's think, and ten p's. I just she think wants, everyone's
1: money is their own five money. Five
0: quids, ten quids, mate. Nah,
1: everyone's money is their own quids. money. So you can spend it how much, however, how you want. Like, he was taking her on a date anyways, so at least he paid for a ticket. Like, what does she... I don't know what she wants.
0: Well, you don't know if he paid for a ticket. We don't but we don't, we don't know. Everyone's I'm telling you, the way he sounds he's not paid for a ticket, he's probably got one of these freebie coupons or something from one of his boys who works at View.
1: It's not what she wants, so I'd I'd just say get rid, what would you say?
0: Yeah, I'd say the same. I'd say look if you're if you're not happy with it, just get rid but the problem is it's not that easy in uh, Asian families. If it's an arranged marriage, fucking hell that's gonna be like a huge drama in itself in and of itself.
1: Basically that guy needs to go with a girl who is equally cash savvy.
0: Yeah, but it's not easy in arranged marriages, is it? You just don't know it's a fucking lottery in it. Don't know who mm. you can end up with. Now I'm joking, man. Like you, you can sort of choose, pick and choose, man. But yeah, they're at the stage where it's they're not married, so like if it, if there's any time to break it off, now's the time. All
1: right, next scenario. All
0: right, I'll give you another pick. Um... <laughs> okay, my wife is obsessed with Snapchat. All right? Yeah, yeah. My okay. ex-boyfriend has moved near to my house. Husband gave us both the same birthday present. He asked me to blow dry his back. Oh, w- yeah, that one. All right, let's, let's check this one out. And... Fucking hell, guy sounds hairy, man. I came to visit my sister up north after her wedding for the first time. My brother-in-law took me swimming during my visit. After the swim, we were walking back towards the lockers and he stopped by the hairdryers. He started drying his chest hair, which I thought was unusual. I said I'll go back and change, but he asked me to wait and if I could dry his back hair for him. I was shocked and a bit grossed out by it. I did it, but I've never seen anyone do that when they go swimming. I wouldn't even do that at home, let alone in public. I'm now dreading my next visit. How do I get out of swimming diplomatically?
1: So what, this is... so. So the guy asked his sister-in-law to dry his back?
0: Yeah, that's fucking weird, man. What the fuck's that about? That's fucking weird. Do you
1: reckon that's a real scenario?
0: Yeah, it probably is, you know. It's fucking crazy, man, man. I don't know, man. Who the fuck blow dries their chest hair and their fucking back hair? Shit, I I wonder how much hair this guy's got on his back for him to fucking blow dry it. Is that normal? No, it's not normal.
1: Can you not just dry it with a towel?
0: Yeah, that's what you do you normally you just dry your body with a towel, you took your clothes on and you'd be on your way. I don't know why you're asking your fucking sister in law to blow dry your back hair for you.
1: Do you have that much hair on your back?
0: No. Do you have that much hair on your back?
1: Yeah. Almost.
0: Would Is you would you would you blow dry it or would you ask like would you ask someone like your sister in law or it's just a brother-in-law to blow-dry your back sorry. hair for you. I'm
1: sorry. It's just so awkward. I think he was trying to make a move on her. No. Was he not?
0: I don't know. It's a weird way of making a move. For why know, why on mean, earth would you
1: ask someone to do that?
0: He might genuinely blow-dry his fucking back hair. But why it's would weird. you think that
1: your sister would, your sister, would be happy doing that? Yeah, That's it's disgusting. Kind of, it's kind of sick, I'm not being yeah. funny, right? If I was her, I'd tell, like, the sister.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Just in yeah. case,
1: man. It's a red flag. Just in case he was trying to make moves because... I don't
0: know, but that's not... That, I'm, I, I would... This guy's not smooth, mate. Like, if this is his move to, like, get his sister-in-law to blow dry his back hair, it's not smooth or whatsoever. I don't know what he was expecting. Was he expecting her to say yeah? Do
1: you just imitate how he would have asked that?
0: Oh, oh, budgie, please can you blow dry my back hair? What the fuck? Please. 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 <laughs>
1: please please
0: please baji! i'll buy you I chicken chips It's finally really
1: gross man it's just weird man it's just too co- close for comfort i just don't understand all
0: right so look anyway this girl wants to get out of blow drying her brother-in-law's back hair she doesn't want to go swimming with him next time which is completely normal how does she get out of it diplomatically without offending him or her sister
1: Oh, she could basically just say to the sister every time she's around, just say, oh, I'm on my period to the sister. And then like that's, that's repassing it.
0: All right, so basically you're saying that she should tell her sister about the scenario so that oh, her sister's no. included in the plan, this oh. master plan to get out of the swimming thing.
1: No, she didn't. It's a, If she thinks that the guy was trying to hit on her, then just tell the sister what he did. But then if he wasn't and she just feels awkward and doesn't want to go, just tell the sister that I'm on my period so that she doesn't have to go.
0: Alright, but yeah, that, like, that, for me, nah, that catches up to you eventually. I would just, I would, honestly, my advice to her would be just listen. Speak to your sister about it and ask her, is this normal? Do you fucking blow dry his back hair that he thinks this is normal? I
1: can't, right, if I, if that was me, right, I'd be so, if, if the sister-in-law went and told the sister, I'd be very annoyed at the husband for... Why did you ask my sister to do that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, cool. I'd be very annoyed.
0: That's his own problem for trying to make a sneaky move, in it, on his (laughs) sister-in-law?
1: Pretty weird. I don't know, mate. Yeah.
0: Okay, next scenario. Let's see what we've got here. She won't let me eat at my mum's. My husband spent 41 minutes taking a selfie. Mother-in-law has keys to my house. I'm convinced my wife scratched my car. Mother-in-law gets angry when my husband changes nappies. Mother-in-law called shop assistant, a bashram jor.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, what what does that mean?
0: Beishram Jor. Yeah. It means shameless thief. Alright.
1: right.
0: Alright, so that's the one, yeah? Okay, so, where are we?
1: Beishram Chor. Does it say right?
0: No, Beishram Jor. Yeah, My mother-in-law is such an embarrassing woman. Every time I take her out shopping, she will argue with the sales assistants or managers. <laughs> she makes a big deal about prices and starts speaking really loudly in Punjabi. She will always insult them. My mother-in-law shouted at the butcher and called him a beshram Chor. She even started with the woman who threads my eyebrows. My mother-in-law asked her to come with me to get her eyebrows done too. She wasn't happy with the result. I didn't pay her and called her a stupid Nikam What's that? Um, so basically stupid, incompetent woman.
1: Who called who that?
0: The mother-in-law called the eyebrows oh. lady. That. Now, if I go back to the eyebrow lady, my mother-in-law will say I'm betraying her. I don't know what to do. That's an interesting scenario. you, hell, mate. <laughs> go on then, let's see. What, what, what are your thoughts?
1: <clears throat> I just think the mum's a bit senile. What's wrong with her? Yeah, she's probably
0: of... not happy. I don't think she's getting any at home. That's what the problem is. What? She's not getting any. Mm. Let's be honest, is not it? Why is she always so moody?
1: You can, yeah, you can be moody. No, you can still be moody even if you're getting some. So I don't think (laughs) that's... Do you know what it is? Maybe the mum-in-law grew up in, like, wherever and stuff is just significantly cheaper there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if she's from back home, yeah, shit obviously is going to be way cheaper back home. But come on, man. It sounds like she's been living in England for a while, so she she shouldn't be too surprised by the prices. I think she's just happy... And glad to be complaining about anything. Maybe she's just one of those old ladies that loves complaining about everything.
1: Besram jor
0: Yeah, I got to give it the, some uh, standard Punjabi swears there. Uh, you know, at, you at least she's not completely like explicit. I mean, I say, I've, I've come across some aunties, mate, some some Marsees and that that give it death.
1: What do you mean?
0: Like they give it death with the swears.
1: Well, for no reason like
0: this woman or, no obviously there's a reason behind it like you know if there's kids messing around oh, or, right, okay. or like someone steps on their toes or some shit i don't know but like yeah they give some crazy ass swears man
1: so what's this girl meant to do
0: about her mother-in-law yeah
1: she's just going not take her out in it
0: yeah just basically just whenever just don't mention that she's going out around her just, and just lock do, her in a cupboard yeah just no don't lock her in a cupboard but like just just don't tell her just do your own thing in it
1: she just sounds really miserable
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be that easy, though, doing her own thing, like, if she lives with her mother-in-law.
1: Can she not just be... Can she not just take, like, a religious approach and be like, these people who are serving us, like, the eyebrow lady or whatever, like, they're just doing their honest job. Can she not just take that approach? Yeah, the thing is,
0: like, she doesn't want to offend her. Because at the end of the day, Um... she's, like, she's, she's older, right? And, like, you've got to treat older people with respect. So, like... She clearly is a bit at a loss in terms of how she's supposed to say something to her respectfully.
1: Right, I've got the solution, right? She she can take her out, and then when she starts giving people shit, she just says, "Oh, sorry about my mom. Sorry about my mother-in-law. She's just a bit of crackers. Just, can you just not?"
0: Yeah, but the problem is, it's her that's getting embarrassed. So well, yeah, she yeah, probably yeah. she probably does that anyway. She probably says sorry and like makes up some excuses, but she's probably sick and tired of doing it. How many times are you gonna do it before you get like fed up? Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm. Or can you can she not just talk to her husband and tell her, tell her that? Listen, me, your mom is is too much.
0: Yeah, this is the thing, man. Like you know, obviously for like south asian guys and that mum's the world in it so like you just gotta oh. be careful it's just a very tricky situation and you just gotta be careful about the way you approach it because you don't want to offend anyone and you don't want to like hurt anyone and you still want to treat everybody with respect so how would you go about it i don't know man it's really tricky you're just gonna have to have a sit down and just talk to them on a one-to-one basis and just try and be as polite as possible and just be like oh look you know you offended the eyebrow la- eyebrow lady she was like saying afterwards that you know she didn't she didn't like what you said, blah, blah, blah. But she didn't want to say anything to you because, she, you know, you're older. You're, so she wants to show you respect. That's why she didn't say anything at the time, but she told me. Um, Do you know what I mean? I mean, they sound like they've got a good relationship. I mean, if she's going out to get her eyebrows done with her, it sounds like she can talk to her on a one-to-one basis, hopefully.
1: Sounds as me. Sounds mate.
0: like she'll get a handful of swears, but...
1: Just lock in cupboard.
0: Uh, or uh, send it to electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Alright, so here's one. Um, she wants to invite her ex-boyfriend to our wedding. <laughs> that, that's a maza.
1: Alright. That's a what? Mazza. What, mad one?
0: Yeah, madness.
1: Mazza. Maza.
0: Yeah. Alright, so I'm arguing a lot with my fiance she wants to invite her ex-boyfriend to the wedding. I think it's wrong to invite him. I would never invite any of my exes. I really don't want to see a man that she was going out with even though I've accepted she has a history. I could never tell my parents that she's inviting an as They would flip out. They're very traditional. I think she should be more respectful of our culture and of my wishes, but she can't see my point of view. What shall I do?
1: Uh, mm, we don't have enough information because, yeah, we don't have enough information. How long were they going out? How long ago were they going out? Are they just friends now? Are they Have they still got feelings for each other? It's just so we just don't know enough. That's my... That's my issue i think
0: man needs to take a chill pill at the end of the day he's the one who's getting married to this chick yeah so like it's you know it's, it's probably a rare occurrence but like you know exes being friends but it does happen do you know what i mean yeah. so like just just take a chill bro and like stop talking about your culture because you weren't thinking about your culture when you were going out with all these chicks before just do you know what i mean bro. so so don't choose culture now when it suits you before when you were checking all these chicks it's not in our culture to go and date these chicks do you know what i mean so like calm yourself and just accept it.
1: Take a chill, bro.
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> That's what you said. Take a chill, bro. No, I didn't say that. You did? No, I didn't. Rewind. No, it's fine, man. Like, I think... um uh,
0: So, what's your advice? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. It just depends. Like, they could just be friends.
0: All right, put it this way. Do you think it's fine for someone to invite their ex to a wedding?
1: It, yeah, it depends on the situation. Maybe they were exes. What? What if they were exes when they were twelve?
0: Look, stop. Just stop reading into it too much. Just ask. Just answer the basic question. I really can't. Is up. it okay to invite an ex oh, to a wedding? Yes. Okay. So then there shouldn't be any issues, whether or not they had like this passionate relationship, and now that it's ended, or whether you know whether they're just completely friends, or maybe they went on one date and it never worked out. It doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, you should be able to invite whoever you want to the wedding. Obviously, your partner has to be okay with it.
1: I think the guy sounds insecure. You just said then, like, he's the one getting married to her.
0: That's standard so I, A so lot of Asian guys are insecure, aren't it? What? Well, just, that's how they are. That's why they're very, like, possessive. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether it's cultural, you know, whether it's just because they lack confidence in themselves. No offence to all you guys out there who aren't like that, but, you know... <laughs>
1: That's a bit that's a blanket statement, what To you just assume most men are insecure?
0: I'm not saying most men I'm saying most Asian men it's, the difference. it's still
1: a difference, yeah, still blanket
0: statement, yeah, I mean, come on, man, like I've grown up in that kind of culture, like I've seen how it is like guys just wanna like lock their wives in cupboards, man and just keep them at home as much as possible.
1: Uh, well, why ch- is that?
0: I don't know, man, like things are changing, um, yeah, I do know basically, it's all about you know protecting the women, they believe they're protecting the woman For what? and it's also about respect and it's also about you know protecting them from the dangers of the world Um, but at the end of the day it's it's mostly about self-respect like for example if their wife is seen out in public with a guy you know an unknown man it's embarrassing because then they have to try and explain who this unknown man is why is why is why is their wife or their girlfriend or their fiance spending time with this unknown man who is he why are you not there do you know why I mean? does it?
1: Why does he have to explain
0: it? Because otherwise, people are going to be like, "Oh, or you know, so and so's girlfriend or so and so's wife was out with this unknown man, and rumors start spreading."
1: So literally, a guy is going to lock his wife in the house because he doesn't want rumors spread about him.
0: Is that what he, that's well, what he's basically protecting. Like. Yeah, he's protecting his that his respect. That's it. That's what it is. He's protecting his reputation. His respect. You know his is it that's what they well, call what it. what
1: does it what does it matter like let, it, listen if the woman wants to go out let her go out of she, course of course no but you've made it seem as though like more times she has to stay home
0: to like basically his... she yeah yeah the, from what my understanding is is that she shouldn't go out unless her husband is with her or with a, a close relative you know some sort of escort
1: But could you go out with her friends
0: yeah i mean yeah
1: no, nowadays, then, it's changing. Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: talking about old school culture here. I'm talking about traditional culture. Nowadays, But then if she's with
1: any other men, man, then that's wrong.
0: Look, if she, if she is, like, look, let's say she's gone out, yeah, and she said she's gone out just for the day. She's gone on her own, yeah. Someone's mm-hmm. missus has gone out. And all of a sudden, the guy gets a phone call from one of his mates saying, I've just seen your missus and she's with some guy. Right. And you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, it's just a mate. Don't worry about it. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. The guy on the other phone who's rang you, he's obviously seen it as, like, important enough to fucking give you a call and be like, oh, your missus is out with this guy. So, he's going to be like, oh, if he knows about it, yeah, yeah, listen, listen. That guy's going to be like, oh, look at him, he lets his missus go out with random guys. It's going to look fucking dodgy for him, man. Trust me. But what... What
1: if she's just like? What if? What if that's her friend? Like long childhood friend, right? Yeah, it
0: probably is, but yeah. that doesn't matter. What's that's wrong still, with that? That's still not going to stop rumors from spreading. You have got to understand in the South Asian culture, like everyone knows everyone, right? Yeah. And it's such a small community. And like as soon as one rumor starts spreading, the whole fucking town or city that you live in knows that rumor, and it's getting spread. And it's getting spread, and it's difficult to quash it.
1: And what's wrong with having all these rumors against you? What, what, what what's it gonna
0: do oh it works against you man like families get involved and all of that stuff like it gets nasty man and it can it can break relationships
1: just sounds like a lot of bollocks yeah it is a lot of bollocks it is a lot of bollocks but that's just i'm not not saying that's how
0: it is like that's just my understanding of it and i come from like a small town that's just my right
1: listen i used to work with this woman right and like so she went out for lunch right she was all right, right little jobs worth, right, but one time she went for lunch for ages, and I was just like she come back, and I was like, oh, what's going on? What's what's going on? And she was mm. like, oh, I was off for I was off for lunch with my best friend, and it was a guy's name, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, which I found a bit weird, but then she...
0: exactly. So if you find it weird, why wouldn't no? Because she's like from from that culture. Why would not yeah, they find it weird? Actually,
1: true. There However, you go. I just thought no, I just didn't from from speaking to her that's where i I learned it was possible because she said she had been friends with this guy Mm -hmm. since she was like really really young before she met her husband and they they were literally just friends and they met all the time and they were all it was all lovely
0: jubbly right i mean yeah
1: so from her i was just like oh right okay cool so yeah it can happen so it just if it a, was, it changes
0: it, when you get married. and stuff, Okay, right? yeah,
1: but if so, if this woman, this woman was white, so basically, if she was Asian and she had this friend from when they were really young, as soon as she got married, that's it. She's meant to cut him off.
0: No, no, off no, no, that's never no. never speak to no, him no, again. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe in some situations, yeah, that's what happens. All I'm saying is it causes problems. It's not as easy as one, two, three. Like in yeah, like in standard British culture, yeah, you can go out with whoever, and it doesn't. No one cares, and no, no one gives it. You know. No one gives a shit about anything. But in Asian culture, it's not as easy as that. Everything that you do is scrutinized. Everything you do, like someone else will know about it, especially if you're from a so- small town. Like you might go and fought in like this this street here and someone on the next street will fucking know about it in within five seconds and soon the whole fucking town will know about it in, in a day Like that you fought it on this fucking street at this time, they'll know. So the point is, is that this, these rumors will be spread. And the point is, it's Chinese whispers. One rumor spreads from, one person to another and then at the end of the day you end up being some fucking rapist it, it happens and this is the problem and then it's hard to quash that because it's passed through so many people you can turn around and you can shout until you're blue in the face to say well no this was a scenario but no one will listen to you because it's gone through that many people and it's been spread for that long that they'll just be like oh yeah obviously she you know she or he is just covering their tracks now they're trying to cover their tracks it's too difficult honestly
1: Right, this reminds me of a time when I was in boarding school, right? And the same shit used to happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, any, like, say you kiss the guy on the cheek, right? Which is fine with, like, t- the 12, 13, that's absolutely fine. Not in my culture. Okay, whatever. So,
0: Kiss the boy on the cheek, you're getting twatted, mate.
1: Okay, relax yourself. Uh, <laughs> and, okay, a of and you know then... Like and then the rumour would spread and spread so much that in the end, or you had given the guy a head or something. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it got to the point, like, I was just like, shit. And I remember, like, if I had said something, I'd hear it from the most random person, that, like, oh, you said this about this person. I'd be like, what? what the fuck? So it got to the point, right, where I I was like, right, I can't do anything. I can't do anything right. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't say anything right. I'm mm-hmm. just not going to, I'm just going to, I'm not going to speak or talk. And that's it. I didn't, talk or speak to anyone for months i literally just went to my lessons <laughs> i swear to god which my point being if you're just scared of rumors and shit you'll end up doing nothing yeah. just just for your reputation or oh, your reputation is that nothing you haven't like not you're no one
0: yeah that's why like, like basically that, that's probably why some women just stay at home
1: basically you'll dampen your like not you'll you won't live life for fear of rumors against you, oh, look, is it, that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, basically, it's not just against you. What you're gonna understand is, it's like that. It'll tarnish the whole family's reputation. Oh, Jesus Christ. And like in Asian culture, family's reputation is a big thing, man.
1: So basically, everyone should just sit at home and do nothing.
0: Well, yeah, that's probably the safest way. If you, oh. if you, if you're one of these people, or if you're one of these families who's like are oh, really proud of their reputation, like oh, we've got such a good reputation, etc., etc., then yeah, you should just sit at home and not engage and like maintain that precious reputation that you've got and not live your life yeah absolutely is that living no of course not not but if that but if if you're them if you're those kind of people that that's all you want then yeah don't do anything yeah go go to go to college go to university and get your degrees and have a nice cushy job but just stay at home don't have a social life because it's just going to work against you
1: it's very frustrating so frustrating and i hope people don't do that like literally not not
0: now I mean I mean me personally look at me like if if I'm living my life the way I want to live it which I believe I am then of course there's plenty there's hundreds and thousands and millions of other people who are in the same situation or from the same background that I'm from who will be living their life just the way they want it so things are getting better
1: Hmm.
0: or worse depending on who you are and which perspective you're looking from
1: anyways that's super shit that
0: alright so (laughs) you'd rather
1: not do stuff because you're worried or oh, let me not go see my friend of 20 years for fear that people will think that I'm cheating on my husband and that will tarnish our whole family's reputation
0: yeah uh, anyway let's get back shit. to this question what's your well, advice then about this uh, inviting an ex to a wedding so this guy's wife or f- well f- future wife has invited her ex wants to invite her ex to a wedding what would you say to him
1: i don't know What would you say if that was your situation? Or if you were getting married? If I was getting married, then I'd say,
0: yeah, I'd say, go ahead, call whoever the fuck you want. Like, I'm fine with it. Why? It doesn't bother me. Because at the end of the day, like, for me personally, if I'm going to get married to someone, I know that they're right for me. And I'll know all about their history and I'll know the extent of their relationship. Because if they're not telling me anything, then all of a sudden that's a red flag. If they're not telling me everything about their, well, not everything, but if they're not telling me, you know well yeah everything because if they want to get married to me i should know them and they should know me properly Mm -hmm. so if i don't know everything about their history and the extent of their relationships with their previous partners then all of a sudden that's a red flag for me especially if they're inviting this person to a wedding and i don't even know what's happened between them or what's going on between them
1: yeah so yeah so you raise a good point so the girl they clearly the girl hasn't explained what went on with them properly because if she had explained oh yeah i went out for a year he cheated on me or something and all i came is a dickhead well, yeah, we're friends now.
0: Yeah, maybe it'd be a different situation. Then,
1: then she'd be. Then the guy would be like, "Oh yeah, she has no feelings whatsoever." Invite the guy, but like, if she she just hasn't explained what's gone on in it properly.
0: Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Most of these situations, it's just a bit of communication, and the thing is, it's difficult because a lot of subjects in in Pakistani culture. A south asian culture a taboo you just don't talk about this shit for fear of like things getting bigger so a lot of things are hidden and brushed under the carpet because you're afraid of too many things happening and i've explained how it's a small community and it's especially like that within the family like one little issue can like blow up into this huge family argument so some so a lot of people just don't want to approach that topic they don't want to communicate and they just want to brush things under the carpet for as long as possible so like this guy clearly he's asking you know some random person on the internet because he feels he can't go to his future wife speak to them he can't go to his family to speak to them about the situation because he'd be embarrassed he feels like he'd be embarrassed about it
1: do you know loads of people
0: do i know loads of people yeah Yeah. why
1: I don't know. Like do you know,
0: lots of people. I don't know. It's a strange no, question. No, do you no. want me to count off how many people I know? No,
1: no, no. Just from the. Are we still? Oh yes, it's this, the this same question. From yeah, what yeah. you were saying, then it's as though y- your life and you are constantly under scrutiny all the time from like shit, loads of people.
0: Yeah, I told you, I come from a small town. Everyone knows everyone. It's li- that's literally how it is. How
1: many people I- do you know?
0: I mean, I've got like thirty first cousins. That More, live like... that live in like literally the vicinity, like I'm talking a block or two away from me. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. That that's just like my first cousins. I've got extended family. Then on top of that what you've got to understand is because I'm from this small town, everyone like everyone from like Whoever's all the Pakistanis basically emigrated around the same time, right. and they all came to Accrington in about the seventies, sixties, well seventies eighties. So everyone knows everyone because at the time there would have been a sm- even smaller community than they are now, a really tight knit, small, close community that supported each other. So these families that first came to get like came to England, and in this small town that I'm from, then they all supported each other in terms of helping each other out, making sure that their kids went to school together, blah, blah, blah. You know, all their kids became friends because they all had the same background, the same culture. And so literally everyone knows everyone. Then they have kids, they stay within the same town. Their kids have kids, they stay within the same town. And and that's how it goes on. So these people have been here for years and years and years and years, and they know everyone. And a lot of people are related to each other as well. So like, you know, a lot of people just by reason of the fact that you're born in this Asian community in a small town.
1: Right. Okay. So the fact that you grew up in that, you don't know anything else. Right. But...
0: Oh, I do know... Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Now you'll know something else because you've lived in another country. But...
0: It's not about living in another country. Even when I was living in England, I knew. So going to school, it was difficult for me because I had a British identity and then I had a Pakistani identity. No, no, that's so not I what go- I mean. no. That's not what I mean. No, I mean, I understand how things work outside of the Asian community. Oh, of course no, no, I do. no, no,
1: that's not what I mean at all. Oh, I'm not talking about the Asian community. I mean, I, be, I just mean the scrutiny of... Yeah. Of, I just mean shitloads of people knowing you. Yeah, yeah. So you've not known anything else than shitloads of people knowing you and you, like... Like, say, when you wake... like yeah, when, yeah. When yeah. you come like out the street... I've, I've always some, had to
0: think about, oh, yeah, look...
1: You've just always known that yeah. shitloads of people know you. And... Do you know what I mean? Okay, so... That and that can happen in any culture. Like, in a white culture, like, Johnny from down street, everyone can fucking know him. Whatever culture, it doesn't matter. So, like, yeah, I grew up with that in, like, say, Malawi. Like, my... The kids that I went to school with, mm-hmm. our parents went to uni together. Shit yeah. like that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, everyone knew everyone and then, right? And then I've moved to England and no one knows me. Yeah. So I've had both, right? And I've So how had,
0: was that for you anyway? How, um, did, you, how did you find the change?
1: oh I much prefer it I feel so free it's like I'm undercover man I can do whatever the fuck I want like no one you can actually live your life no one probably. knows me
0: yeah you can actually live your life the way you want to live it
1: but then like it comes, it comes to a certain point that where yeah a few people know me in mm-hmm. the town but then like I moved away for uni and then I come back and then so people don't like I'm no I'm, I'm just low key people
0: don't know me Look, I mean, yeah, it's like and you I said... I like it. it,
1: it I ha- like it because, like, I can just do whatever the fuck I want. Like, I don't have to look a certain way. Like, you know, like... Y- yeah, I remember, like, when I was in Malawi, right? Like, you'd feel, like, embarrassed to go out your house, like, looking shit. Yeah, Because yeah. someone might see you, and then... Yeah, it, yeah, They'd be like, yeah. oh, she looks shit. And then they'll tell their friend that, oh, she looked shit that day, that I saw her. And do you know what I mean? And then they'll come back to you, like, oh, yeah, that one day you looked shit. Whereas, like, now, I just go out, like probably yeah i'll probably see some people that i know but they don't really matter like but i just it's not that it's not it it just doesn't fucking no one knows me mate i can just do whatever the fuck i want it doesn't matter <laughs> you know what i mean
0: yeah i <laughs> it's mean
1: it's mate i can literally do whatever the fuck i want
0: yeah that's because you so basically you you can do that because you don't know anyone is yep. that because you've not tried to well but is, is it because you've not engaged with the community is that what you're saying
1: there there was no
0: community yeah but if you had a community then you would keep you would keep yourself in check so to speak
1: if there was a community yeah if
0: you were part of a community you would keep yourself in check so yeah because you were you cared about what other people thought about you
1: basically not i think what, is, oh, what you said what you said yeah. is
0: right that basically this exists in all communities this yeah. it's just standard it's society it's a construct it's normal but the thing is i feel like in asian communities it's amplified and it's amplified like a thousand times how would you know though what do you mean
1: what do you mean in asian
0: communities it's amplified it's amplified like a thousand Why? times like little things like you honestly
1: how do you know how can you you can't you can't compare it to an african Community, you don't no, know. You've never, you've never been there. It Might be the exact same. Probably. Yeah, it is. but that's
0: what I'm saying. That's how it's I feel. Probably That's the how same. I feel, just from understanding. Because I've got a wide, I've got a diverse range of friends, mate. Probably and, the fucking same. And mate. look, I'm telling you stuff about the Asian community. And yeah. You're just like, wow. Oh, I, that doesn't happen. Oh, I don't no, know. No, but I've this. just told you about that. when
1: I was in Malawi and like.
0: Yeah, but then why is it so shocking then when I tell you some things?
1: Because I forgot, innit? I used to live in Malawi mm. ages ago. Mm. Nah, ages ago, mate. I don't. Mm.
0: Fucking,
1: what do you mean? What's the answer to the question?
0: Uh, my answer is just basically listen, man. Just, just calm your, calm, just chill your beans, yeah. Have a chat with your, have a chat with your wife, and see, see what the sketch is. And obviously, if it's something that's a bit dodgy, that's a red flag, yeah, already. And you need to reconsider the, getting married to her, mate. Uh, I'm not being funny. Get rid of this sunken cost fallacy. If there's an issue, deal with it. What
1: do you mean, get rid of this? And the cut sunken... off the marriage. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay fine should we get another get question or
0: no i think we should call it a day now we've been going for about 40 minutes
1: okay no worries um so if you guys want to send in your questions the email address is themixedmessagespodcast at hotmail.com um follow us on twitter and instagram the handle is the mess.
0: and like look literally it can be about anything like we have a wide range of knowledge we can discuss pretty much anything and everything. So just send whatever you have and surprise us.
1: Yeah. Thanks guys.